Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas, the best place to see the biggest blockbuster movies in Drogheda, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it is Friday, which means we are talking movies and Niall O'Brien is on the line. How are you doing, Niall? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Now, we have a lot to get through today, uh, but before we do, we have our competition, don't we? That's right. Our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now?, where we ask you to identify the voice of a well-known actor or filmmaker and you could win two tickets to Omniplex Cinema if you get it right. Yep, that's right. Courtesy of our friends at Omniplex Cinemas, we have two tickets to give away to the movie of your choice at any of their locations. So it could be at Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex in Balbriggan. No better cinema experience than seeing the biggest and best blockbuster movies at Omniplex Cinemas and the full showtimes and booking. You can check out Omniplex Ie and do we need a clue? I don't know. I've listened to it there. I don't think, I think so. It's okay. I think yeah. it's it's too easy. It's too easy this week. <laughs> okay, it's always somebody somebody that we're talking about or connected to a film that we're talking about. In this yes, week. which means you should be listening throughout the entire segment. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So uh, here is our mystery actor this week. If you can name this actor, do send us in your messages. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight, and you could be winning tickets to the Omniplex Cinemas. Here he is. We're in Italy. He's a strange looking person. And I thought, uh, okay. And I looked around just to know that I mean, he was belonged there because I, he came out of nowhere. There you go. That's very easy. Hoo-ah! Yeah. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Who is that talking now, please? Uh, now, before we kick into uh, kind of the the re- movies that's happening at uh, cinemas and released this week, we have sad news today. I think everyone's quite shocked and surprised about this. That's right, yeah. People will have heard that uh, Meatloaf, uh, the famous singer, Bad Out of Hell singer, uh, is dead at the age of 74. He was born Marvin Lee a day and later then changed his name to Michael because he hated the name Marvin. Um, but he passed away in the company of his wife. We're not sure exactly what the cause of death was. Uh, but as well as being best known as a musician, he, he started out in theatre and as a performer. And there was always an element of performance to, I think, his stage persona as well and he did of course appear on Broadway in uh, one of the productions of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and then one of his first film parts and he has appeared in film and TV throughout the year steadily acted um, was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show where he played the, the role of Eddie um, and 
you know, I, I remember him, of course, from a, a couple of movies that I'll just mention very quickly. He was in a very good Steve Martin film about an evangelist called Leap of Faith in uh, in 1992. And then Spice World, which I know is one of your favourite films in <laughs> yes. 1997. He played the tour bus driver in that. But I think you, you mentioned it before the segment there. Everybody will know him from Fight Club. And mm. I think it's kind of it's a fantastic performance. 1999's Fight Club. He appeared in the film as a character called Robert Bob Paulson, a former bodybuilder builder who gets testicular cancer and uh, because of his reliance on steroids. And um, it, it was a really touching performance. I yeah. think it really showed kind of he could have had he could have had a, a, as great a career as an actor as he had as a as a singer and a stage performer. Um, I, I'll just kind of leave with there's been a lot of tributes obviously poured out to him and to his family. Um, but Stephen Fry, who had uh, appeared in the mid 80s with him on a sketch on an old Channel 4 uh, comedy show called Saturday Night Live. You're far too uh, young to remember it. But he said this on Twitter. He said, I hope the paradise is as as you remember it from the dashboard light meatloaf. Um, and he would said uh, that meatloaf had the quality of being simultaneously frightening and cuddly, which is rare and rather wonderful. And I think that's a lovely tribute. That really is frightening and cuddly at the same time. That is so appropriate. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, we will remember him. And I think if people, it's a great excuse to kind of dig out Fight Club again because I, I really feel like that was just an absolutely fantastic performance. And there's not many, there's not many, you know, uh, bigger actors than him that maybe would have even considered taking on a role like that. So, so well, did, I mean, him. even I know we were kind of laughing about Spice World, but he did. He was in Wayne's World as well, yes. and kind of cameo. He never took himself too seriously. He was never kind of well. I'm too good for this. I'm not going to do this. And you can see it. I think the culmination in Fight Club where he was willing to kind of take a part that like you say and not, not a lot of other performers would have yeah yeah so fair, fair play to him rest in peace Meatloaf now we are going to be talking also about the Godfather the Godfather 50th anniversary I mean I can't believe I'm even saying that that's right. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, there's a 4K re-release coming to cinemas, and now usually we talk about stuff that's coming up kind of this week, but this is coming up next month. And I thought I'd just give people plenty of time to go out and buy a Godfather, a nice gift, maybe some <laughs> cufflinks, maybe a nice tie, something like that, uh, because 50 is a big milestone, isn't it? And yes. you know, this is a movie. I don't really need to tell people about this, do I? Because no, no, this was, knows uh, this. yeah, this was the f- kind of nearly one of the first event of movie- movies. People always talk about Jaws, but I think this is a- equally up there because it had people queuing up to see it. The the dialogue, the characters, the the imagery, it's its become ingrained in popular culture. It made a huge star of Pacino, Al Pacino, mm. um, J- James Caan as well. And as well, it kind of solidified Marlon Brando because he was in a bit of a slump when yes. he took on the role of, of uh, Don Corleone in that film. It won Oscars all around the place, Best Picture, Best Screenplay and Brando as well. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to going to see it. And this 4K re-release is definitely going to be worth seeing in the big screen when it, when it's released Friday the 25th of February. Yes, and that's going to be in Omniplex Cinemas. I'm very excited because I've never seen it on a big screen situation. It's always been on the no, small I, screen. No, yeah. I haven't either. And I yeah. remember I'm old enough as well. You had to rent it on two tapes because it was oh, so, long, so long. Two VHS tapes. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so Godfather coming next month and we will remind you about that as well. Now, Ghostface has returned to cinemas and I am a big fan of the Scream fan franchise. I will go to all of them I do, and I'll just go, go with any possible scenario that they have about reviving Ghostface. I'm all about it. Do you like scary movies? Oh, I do. 
<laughs> well, then we have a good one for you this week, don't we? Yes. And speaking of anniversaries, it's 25 years in this film since there was a streak of brutal murders that shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro in California. And uh, we have a new killer because I think we all know what happened to the <laughs> other killers yeah. who dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a new group of teenagers uh, in order to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Um the, a lot of the original cast or the surviving, I should say, original yeah. cast return in this. But the focus really is on, like I say, a new group of of teenagers. Uh, it begins very in very similar territory to the first movie. And there's nothing wrong with that because that is one of the best opening scenes in a film. Oh, ever. of course. Uh, yeah. so, so we have a character called Tara, Tara Carpenter, and she is uh, attacked in her house by Ghostface. This brings her sister, Samantha, back to Woodsboro and Samantha then en- enlist the help of everybody's favourite small town deputy or retired deputy deputy in this case Dewey Riley played oh, by David Arquette brilliant. because he is let's face it he is a pretty much an expert on how to deal oh, with is. this yeah. and um, she also enlists the help of Tara's friends they are just as self-referential as the group of teenagers that we met in the first Scream and they all have a connection as well this is the other thing to those original characters in Scream so we have a clip here yep. I have to say I found it hard to find a clip that had a lot of dialogue in okay. it. So. <laughs> I don't want one of your zany clips that you normally well, have. It's, it's kind of it's kind of halfway between. Okay, here it is. Scream. One of the interesting, so basically, this film starts off nearly with an, an ident- not an identical, an updated version, I guess, of that famous opening with Drew Barrymore from the first film. And um, the the most kind of the thing I found difficult to believe is that they had a landline in the house. <laughs> but what they what they do do, which I think is a good update, is she's got her mobile phone and she's texting while this is happening. And she also has one of these smart house things where you can lock the doors and unlock the doors, but somebody's hacked it. Do you know what well, I mean? Of course. So. Yeah. Um, and th- this movie opens up with that scene, I think, and lets you know exactly where this, what this film is all about. This film is all about kind of referring back to those other movies, those four other films. This is the fifth film in the franchise. They're talking about a sixth, you know. Oh, and yeah. I mean, it, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but it ends it up where I could well believe them going on with more. Um, uh, now, they have done something, but I think maybe they've done it on purpose that I hate, which is just calling it Scream. It's not called Scream 5. Okay. Or even f- Five scream or something like that. They so you know if you're yeah, going looking for it, you kind of go, are they trying to kind of? Well, like again, I think this is a, it, in the film itself. It calls itself a requel, which is a reboot and a sequel, <laughs> which is a term I've never heard before. But I'm going to be using it from now on all the time. <laughs> of course you are. Um, um, now again, this film has a lot of stuff that, and one of the one of the things I'm I'm sorry I didn't do 
before seeing it was rewatch all the other films because okay. it is so referential about all the other movies in a good way. But it also does update kind of because those films were all about, uh, like I say, looking at the horror movie franchise and looking at the tropes and looking at what's going to happen and having characters say that and then kind of having it still kind of giving you a really exciting horror slasher movie in the same way you know what i mean um and this one what this does it kind of looks at the, what has happened in horror in the last and film even in the last 25 years and and examine that and saying well what is what would it be like now today with all okay. that so you know it's got um now you've got like i say it's got uh some returning cast members dewey i've all, all uh, mentioned already sydney prescott played by nave campbell is back Gail Weathers, played by Courtney Cox, is back. Um, it's not really focused on them. It's more about the teenagers. They're um, almost like cameos, aren't they, at this stage? Really? Well, a little bit, yeah. They are. They are. Um, they are just kind of there, I guess, as a as a handover. Because, yeah. as you say, this film could be a. Uh, it could be the start of an absolutely new franchise. Um, now, if you're judging this film on its own and you've not seen any of the other screams. I, I wonder what you would think of it. Nice. Um, it is, it, I enjoyed it. And I, like I've seen the, all the other ones. I was sorry I hadn't kind of refreshed myself because especially with these teenagers and maybe it's just me getting old. I was going, they all look the same. I don't know this teenager from that teenager. They all just <laughs> look like teenagers. Um, to kind of work out, oh, that's the character connected to that actor or that character from the first film and all that. Um, but the murders which is what people go to see this for are probably the best Grissom. in the franchise i think yeah okay. grizzly um, and gruesome. grizzly and gruesome and there it's great it's great to see say nev campbell who I, I, she doesn't do a lot of stuff now even as as little as she's in this film it's great to see her back um so i did really enjoy it it, it is a screen film very much for 2022 okay you know very and good. Yeah, you know, you're maybe getting the same meal as you've you've had before, but you're still going to enjoy I'm it because it's one of, one of the meals that you meals. like. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Exactly. Uh, so moving on to a preview that's dropping on Netflix, uh, Netflix Munich, The Edge of War. That's right. It's just out today and I haven't had a chance to see it, but it's based on the uh, best-selling novel by, <coughs> excuse me, author Robert Harris. Uh, it's set in 1938 in... Uh, uh, autumn of 1938 in Europe is on the brink of war. Adolf Hitler is preparing to invade Czechoslovakia. Neville Chamberlain's government is desperately seeking a peaceful solution and with the pressure building, a character called Hugh Legat, played by George McKay, who people will remember from 1917, who's really good in that oh, and yeah. also really good in, in a film called Pride. He's great in that too. Um, and he is an aide to Neville Chamberlain and who's played by Jeremy Irons who is fantastic in this. Oh, in I love this, him. From, love from him. what I've seen. I've, I've only seen the trailer. Um, and he's sent to meet an old college friend, an Oxford friend of his, Paul von Hartmann, who is a German diplomat. And he's trying, he, he's sent to kind of, the two of them are going to unite to try and stop basically uh, World War Two from happening. Can they stop World, for, World War Two from happening? Spoiler alert, no. <laughs> but <laughs> I, from what I've seen, it still looks like a film that's going to have a lot of suspense and a lot of excitement to it. You know what I mean? So I'm really looking forward to seeing it. We have a, a little clip here from the yeah. trailer. Okay, here it is. I believe the name Paul von Hartmann is known to you. Yes, sir. We were at Oxford together. He has a document in his possession. We'd like you to go to Munich tomorrow 
and get the document. Sounds good. That's uh, out on Netflix, Munich, The Edge of War. Now, for those who like to watch television and want to watch movies on TV, you have a couple of recommendations for us. We do, yes. Uh, Tonight's Cowboy on TG4 at five past nine is one from 1970 called The Cheyenne Social Club. Uh, And it's actually, funnily enough, directed by well-known dancer. Not Well, he did direct stuff as well, Gene Kelly. And it stars Jimmy Stewart. He plays a cowboy called John O'Halloran who inherits a business in Wyoming. And he sets off with his friend, played by Henry Fonda, to find out what that business is. But when he gets there, he's a little bit shocked to realise that it's a house of ill repute. So this is a kind of a comedy western, if you like. But it's still got... I mean, the reason to see it really is James Stewart and Henry Fonda together in a, in a cowboy. So I'm looking forward to rewatching that maybe tonight. Uh, but at the same time, though, on RT2, around the same time at half past nine, I you can't handle the truth, James. Oh, you can't handle the I truth can't. about this film. A Few Good Men, <laughs> uh, directed by Rob Reiner. Uh, we've got Tom Cruise playing Daniel Caffey, who's a, a Navy lawyer who is sent to defend two U.S. Marines charged with murdering a fellow Marine in Guantanamo Bay. Uh, it's written by Aaron Sorkin based on a play that he wrote. Uh, it's just a great film. It's Amazing. really good. Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise is at his best. Demi Moore is in there as well. And of course, Jack Nicholson as uh, as Colonel Jessup. He's yes, he's fantastic in that. And you have another great one on T.G. Cahar on Saturday night as well, is it? Uh, it is Saturday night now. Uh, this is uh, uh, five past eleven. Now I've not seen this one, but the reviews when it came out made me want to see it, and I just didn't get a chance. So now that it's on TV, I will. This is Northern Soul, uh, and it's about basically it's a dramatization or it, it's a, a drama about uh, this kind of huge resurgence in soul music that happened in the north of England in the 70s and it's about a disc jockey who introduces his new friend uh, to. Uh, Northern Soul, which was this combination of American soul and distinctive kind of dance styles that happened around the north of England uh, around this time in the 70s. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because it, it's uh, like I say, the, the reviews were great when it came out. I heard about it and I just it's one that kind of fell through the cracks. Fantastic Northern Soul, TG Carrier, Saturday night at five past eleven. Going to give them a little bit more time here. I'm going to play the mystery voice again. Uh, we've got a good few entries all getting it right, but just so people have a chance. But for now, thank Thank you so much for Jam Packed Real Reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas, the best place to see the biggest blockbuster movies in Drogheda, Dundalk, and Balbriggan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.